0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم My brothers and sisters In a world where you can be anything, be kind. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. And that is the third quality of winners that I want to talk to you about. And in that context, let me tell you another beautiful story. Stories are a nice way to learn because they are interesting and they stick in the mind and so on. These are all true stories. These are not, uh, these are not you know imagined, imaginary stories. And this one again is about Abdullah bin Mubarak, Alev, as I mentioned yesterday. One of the greatest of the Tabi'un scholars He lived in Makkah, And uh, he was known for his zeal for learning And he was a contemporary of Sufyan al-Thawri, and others Now it is related that once he had a dream He was sleeping near the Kaaba in Makkah, in the Mataf, and he had a dream. And this is a very famous incident, and the scholars have often they cite this incident when they relate about sincerity and ikhlasunniyya. So, in his dream, he saw two angels. And they descended from the sky, and they were talking to each other. So, one angel asked the other one, Do you know how many people came for Hajj this year? So the other said, About six hundred thousand. So Abdullah Mubarak had also gone for Hajj the same year. So then the first angel said, Do you know how many people's Hajj was accepted? So the second angel said, I wonder if anybody's Hajj was accepted. He said, most likely nobody's hajj was accepted. So now, so now Abdullah bin Barak is seeing this in his dream. And these are the Ruyatul haq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows these dreams to people he loves. So Abdullah bin Barak is shocked. He also went for hajj and this angel is saying nobody's hajj is accepted. So he thought to himself, so many people came from all over the world and they went through all these difficulties and so on and crossing rivers, jungles, deserts, mountains and suffering. And yet, nobody had, it, had it accepted. I mean, you mean that all this effort was wasted? I he said, no, this is it sounds doubtful because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not waste anybody's effort. So by the time he thought of this much, the angel said, there is a cobbler in Damascus. You know, a guy who makes shoes and repairs shoes. He said, there's a cobbler in Damascus. His name is Ali bin Al-Mufiq. He could not come for Hajj But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Accepted his intention for Hajj And not only will he get the reward for Hajj But because of him Allah accepted the Hajj of all the other Hajjis eh? Because of this one man And that one man did not even do Hajj So now Abdullah bin mubarak Ali, He woke up <coughs> And he could he, he said I have to find this man Who is this man? What did he do? See the 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 sincerity of these scholars also, when they see something, they don't just pass it by, know, So this is something I've seen, this is a, inshallah. So let me find out who is this man. So he went to Damascus. Now again, think about this. You know, it is easy for me to say all this. But he did not catch one Syrian airways flight or something. No, <laughs> these are walking. These people are they are walking or they are riding a camel or a horse. I mean, and Makkah to Damascus, when you go home, do the do a Google thing. Eh? Makkah to Damascus, how many, how many kilometers it is? It's almost a thousand kilometers. So he went to Damascus. Now when he got to Damascus, he went around. How do you find one man? He, all, all he knows is the name. So he's going, obviously those days, populations also were, were smaller, less, and people were more connected to each other. So all of this was there, but still. So he went from town to town, place to place, in Damascus, but you know, mahalla to mahalla. And finally people, they said, look, that is the house of this man, Ali bin Al-Mufiq. So, Abdullah bin Mubarak, Abdullah Ali, he knocked on the door, and this man opened the door, and he said, uh, what's your name? He said, my name is Ali bin Mufiq. So, Abdullah bin Mubarak asked him, he said, what do you do? What's your work? He said, I'm a cobbler." Then... Ali bin Mufiq asked his name, the stranger who came looking for him. Now, Abdullah bin Mubarak, Rahmatullah was a very well known person, was very famous everywhere uh, as a scholar. So, when he told him his name, this cobbler was shocked. He said, SubhanAllah, you have come to me to meet me? He's one of the greatest scholars of the time. He said, You can meet me? What happened? So, Abdullah Mubarak, I Abdullah said, well, I'll tell you, but tell me, have you done hajj? So, the man started crying. He had tears in his eyes. He said, why are you crying? He said, because for 30 years, I lived in the hope of doing hajj. 30 years. And every year I used to, he said, I'm a cobbler, what do I make? I don't, I make hardly any money. So, he said, every year I used to save a little bit. And in 30 years, I saved enough money to go for Hajj this year. But it was not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will, so I could not go. Now, Abdullah Gumbara Kadalan is getting getting more and more puzzled. What is this whole story? This man says uh, he waited 30 years, he had the money and everything else, he did not go. What is the reason? So he asked him, he said, why... Uh, why is it that you could not go for Hajj? And he says that when he was talking to this scholar, in his heart he felt a noor, he felt a sense of purity, and he felt that this man is speaking the truth. You know, Alhamdulillah Allah swt gives this basira to people who are connected to him. So he asked him, he said, Why did you not go for Hajj? So, this Kabbalah didn't say, he said, this is the will of Allah, I could not go. So, Abdullah Mubarak said, yes, I know it is the will of Allah, but what happened? What are the circumstances? Tell me the story. So, when he pestered him, and he's a great scholar and so on, this man also is feeling embarrassed. How do I not tell him? And So, he said, I collected all the money and everything else. And then, you know, as this is the custom, even today, even here, but in our lands, it is even more a custom. So before you go, for Hajj, you go and meet everybody and you take the ruksa, you, you know, say, I'm going and please forgive me if I did something for, against you and so on, so on. All this. So he said, I went around to all my relatives and so on, so on. Finally, he said, I came to my neighbor. And I knocked on the door. My neighbor opened the door. And uh, I wished him and I told him, I'm going for Hajj, my neighbor gave me dua, and so on. And I realized, he said, I smelled some roasting meat, very nice, delicious smell of roasting meat. And I realized that my neighbor is, they're going to sit for dinner. And I thought, as it is our custom, when somebody comes to your house at dinner time, you tell him, please come, have eat with us. But this man didn't say it the neighbor did not invite him to eat so abdullah this uh, ali mo said i was very puzzled i said why is he not inviting me i go to your house you don't invite me but what is this so he said i asked him i said what, i'm sorry he said i I'm, i have to ask you why you are sitting for dinner i get this nice smell of you know nice <laughs> meat but you are not inviting me for dinner so the neighbor said He said, never have tears in his eyes. He said, I am very sorry, I cannot invite you. I cannot invite you. He said, why? He said, because what we are going to eat is not permissible for you. Now, this is very strange. It is not like our friends here who, when I go to their house, they say, this chicken don't eat. But he will eat. So, this is like we have two different religions. But I, I still appreciate the fact that you prevent me from eating the chicken which is not hand slaughtered. But why are you eating it? You have the same God, no? This is not that. So this man says, I cannot invite you because what we are going to eat is not halal for you. So this Ali min Mufik said, look, oh, this is strange. How is it you are Muslim, I am Muslim, something is halal for you, not halal for me, what is this? He said to him, my brother, we have no food in our house and we had not eaten for three days. My whole family, we have been starving for three days. He said, today in desperation, I was going around trying to see what I can do, what I can find. I found a dead donkey. There was a dead donkey. So I cut a piece of that dead donkey and I brought it home. And that is what my wife is cooking he said that is halal for us because we have been starving for three four days but for you it cannot it is not halal. so i cannot give this food to you ali bin Mufik says i left there i went home i had collected three thousand dinars for my hajj he said i took the, all the money and i brought it and i gave it to my neighbor he said, this is my gift to you. He said, I too had to go hungry, but that was to save money for Hajj. So, he said, I was, you know, all these 30 years. But I thought that helping my neighbor during this time was more deep, was more important than going for Hajj. And that is when Abdullah bin Mubarak, Abdul Lali, he told him the whole dream. And he said, I've come to give you this good news that because of what you did, Allah Jalla has accepted the Hajj of 600,000 people. And insha'Allah, Allah will give you also the reward for Hajj, even though you did not go for Hajj. So, in a world, in a life, in which you can be anything, be kind. وصل الله على نبيه الكريم وآل عليه وسائر بيت محبة الكرم.